0: Good afternoon and welcome to the Midday News. The news is live on Joy 99.7 FM in Accra, in Kubasi, we're on love 99.5 FM and over 30 affiliates across 16 regions of Ghana, including Radio Justice Tamale and Radio Kwando Kwando. We're live on X-Spaces, Facebook Live Stream and the myjoyonline.com interactive app. The Midday News is sponsored by Petrosol, your clean fuel in full quantity. Petrosol, always a delightful experience. It is also brought to you by DuraPlus Ghana Limited, producers of quality PVC and HD pe pipes and water tank the only water storage tank with a level indicator where Draplas goes water flows coming up this afternoon nine persons are still hospitalized in the mambrungu maduri district following the disagreement between residents and the police over the custody of a suspected motorbike thief in the marketplace
1: which is totally wrong two weeks ago they shot uh, uh, four men, these very people who were wearing some kind of uniform that they belong to uh, National Security Operation.
0: Now, you heard the MP for Akan constituency, Yao Gomado, accusing KJB DC of peddling falsehood as he says he knew about the presence and deployment of national security operatives in his district. We'll hear from the DC who has denied these allegations also a far santua's dream of breaking the guinness world record for the longest singing time band individual is gradually becoming a reality as she crosses the 105th hour of the current record holder we have a wrap of her journey so far and much later in the bulletin get ready for a thrill of a lifetime as the joy fm's 90s jam makes a comeback next week friday Thanks for choosing us. We're your home of independent, fearless, and credible journalism. I am Faustina Safo. Let's settle down for details. Nine persons are still hospitalized in the Mampurungumwaduri district following a disagreement between residents and the police over custody of a suspected motorbike thief in a marketplace. The district chief executive for the area, Abu Adam, has since condemned both the youth and the police over the incident.
2: You are talking about ten, but what came to my notice is nine. And uh, the nine, since are currently in Municipal Hospital and then the other two were sent to upper East region, that is Sandama and Navarro, for treatment. This morning I went to Walwali Municipal Hospital to check on those who, are, who were admitted there to check on their condition and how they are responding to treatment. When I went there, I checked and actually they are a positive response but uh, three of them have been referred, one referred to a uh, formerly hospital, and the other two have fracture on their knees, uh, the, uh, has also been transferred, uh, referred to the so now, the police are still investigating the find out the cause of the incident.
0: In Chirpani, the Jabu clan has called for the arrest and prosecution of the Wenchike chief to ensure the return of absolute peace in the district. The clan has been speaking to members of the Regional Security Council who were in the area to find a lasting solution to the protracted conflict. Northeast Regional Correspondent Iliasu Tanko joins us on the line with updates of these two incidents. Ilyasu, what can you report? What's the current situation?
3: Well, they have been... Uh come in the Wenchiki community after the visit by the Regional Security Council. And like you rightly said, among some of the issues that came up when the Security Council visited the feuding clan, I include the call for the arrest of the chief of Wenchiki by the uh, Jabu faction, who is accusing the chief of uh, instigating and causing violence in that particular area. So they are asking the uh, Security Council to arrest him And ensure there is a return of peace in that particular area and the chief also responded to this particular call when the regional security council visited him uh he alleged that he is the legitimate chief of that particular area and insists that it is the provocation of the jabu clan that is causing the violence in that particular area
0: Elias tanko is a man on the ground. Thankfully, we're also joined by the head of the Northeast Regional Security Council, Yadana Zakaria. Thank you for joining us here on the Midday News. First off, you've been doing an initial assessment. What actually triggered some of these clashes?
3: Yeah, um, good afternoon to you and to your cherished listeners. I think um, what triggered the issue was that, you know, after the MPP premiers, His Excellency the Vice President called on his father the Nayiri to announce to him about the outcome of the elections. So as Regional minister I extended invitation to selected chiefs to come and join the Nayiri receive his son. So among those that I invited was the chief of Wenchiki. Um, Little known to me was that um, ever since his enshrinement by the overlord and king of Dagor, Diana, there have been some protests about his legitimacy. So I think it was that which fueled the attacks. Um, unfortunately, as it may be, um, all of us are worried about that. So I think that was what triggered the, the issue. But honestly speaking, for us as politicians, when a king and skins a, a, a sub chief, a paramount chief, or divisional chief. We don't have the authority as politicians to question the legitimacy of it, especially when they go through the necessary traditional rites. Um, so that is actually the, the the issues that brought about the clashes.
0: Peace, peace is quite key at this point in time. What are you doing to contain the situation and ensure that? Peace returns to this clans? Hello. I'm asking that what are you doing because you head the Regional Security Council? What are you doing to ensure that peace is enforced, or for lack of a better expression, what are you doing to ensure there's peace in the area?
3: that the Security Committee to handle matters initially, then Based on the reports we received, uh, the Regional Security Council also visited the the communities involved. We engaged the chiefs and some youths in those areas. And we had some fruitful discussions. Following from that, we are certainly another meeting to engage leaders of both factions in some discussions to see how we can map strategies First of all, to maintain law and order of the area. And then secondly, if there are issues that we have to refer to the traditional authority, as it may demand, we will do so. Because some of the issues are such that regional security cannot take definitive action on them. We don't have the authority to do so. But those that border on maintaining law and order the peace of the area... That one, we will forcefully make sure that we restore law and order in that clear enclave.
0: Thank you very much. We've been speaking to the Northeast Regional Security Council head, Yadani Zakari. Thank you for joining us here on the Midday News. The Member of Parliament for Akan Constituency, Yawo Gomado, is accusing the District Chief Executive for KGB Wilson Akbayon. Of peddling falsehood. He says the district chief executive knew about the presence and deployment of national security operatives in his district. The MP says the personnel who are carrying out an anti cocoa smuggling operation in the OT region shot four persons two weeks ago. Two young footballers died after a head on collusion between the motorbike and a national security vehicle. Residents say the DC is aware of the deployment of the national security personnel and the two footballers were deliberately targeted.
1: I heard the the, 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 the constituents are saying that he has no idea about the, the, the presence of the national security operatives in that in his district which is totally false. Two mm. weeks ago they shot a, a four men, these very people who were wearing some kind of uniform that they belonged to uh, national security or police. arrested a, a young man that he was the one they arrested the other time and he escaped, carrying cocoa. And the young man said, no, he wasn't the one. During the struggling, he managed to escape and they started firing, four men were shot. Mm. And So if he, the D.C. is saying that he's not aware, then this is completely false. The national security, uh, they are just trying to cover up. They should bury their their, their heads in shame for what they are trying to publish.
0: Your head member of parliament for Akan Constituency, Yawo Gomado. Now, meanwhile, the district chief executive for KJB Wilson, Agbayan, says he will not resign. Despite calls from residents for him to do so, the residents accuse him of bringing the national security personnel to the town to terrorize them, an allegation he has denied.
4: I did not deploy the,
1: the national security into the constituency.
0: The youth in your area, they want you to tender in your resignation. Would you do that?
1: Why would I do that? Because this is just an incident, unfortunate incident. So for me being responsive, I went yesterday to commiserate with the families after speaking with the chief of the town, and he called me that they were certain I should come so that we talk as to what we have to do.
0: Still on security, the Ghana Navy has arrested six suspects and confiscated 81 sacks of suspected marijuana. The suspected narcotics were being loaded at a warehouse in Adam. Maxwell of joins me in the studio with details. Maxwell, what does the statement say?
5: Well, the statement says on Monday, 25th December 2023, at about 8 p.m., the Adam for detachment of the Ghana Navy Riverine Command impounded 81 sacks of suspected marijuana and apprehended six suspects in the process. The suspected Nakotis were being loaded at a dilapidated warehouse at the Ghana Highways Authority premises in Ada along the banks of the Volta Lake. Now the Nakotis Control Commission, Nakok, was informed and through collaboration between Ghana Navy, the Ghana police and Nakok, the suspects and confiscated exhibits were transported to the NACOC headquarters in a craft for further investigation and necessary action. And the statement concludes by saying that the Ghana Navy seizes the opportunity to assure the general public of its unwavering commitment to preventing illegal narcotics trade in Ghana's maritime domain that have direct impact on national security.
0: Thank you, Max. Well, there is growing citizens' movement in Santo Kofi, Aquafu, and Broe in the Volta region to resist any attempt to mine iron ore in their communities. They say mine, mining iron ore in their communities will negatively impact their farming activities as well as their health. As part of their resistance, the residents have erected signposts to ward off investors. Peter Seno has more in this report.
6: The is that the crops are supposed to have, to have a good yield and a healthy yield, will be defeated. Therefore, even if our crop uh, crops produce some food for us and we eat, the nutrition that we are supposed to get from them will not get it. So we are strongly against mining in these communities. Earlier this year, June 2023, the residents
1: of Sandro lobby Akpafu and Bori formed an anti-iron ore mining committee to have a united front to kick against any mining activities in their area. Six months on, the residents have gone beyond the formation of a committee to mount notices in the various communities to ward off any investor who wants to mine iron ore in the area. Nana? Kofi Ola to the fourth is the Chidomheni for Central Kofi Traditional Area.
6: We are sure to, we are very prepared to mount one in Kokwe district, one in a intruder into the community. We are very, very wild. We are not working with the money activities that the government wants to take place here. So, any prospect that wants to come, the person should stay away entirely.
1: He says, anyone who flouts their orders does so at his own peril not even the minister.
6: If they, they say that it's your, at your own risk, it's a very big warning. If you come here and you don't go back home, that is the risk that you are facing. Yeah, yes! Because we don't want these beautiful mountains to be t- destroyed.
0: Peter Seno filed that report. The Ghana Fire Service has established the March 2023 Inferno that swept through the new K- GTA market in Kumasi, resulting from cooking resulted from cooking at the market. According to the regional fire, public relations officer investigations conducted over the incident revealed a trader was cooking in a nearby shop which lit a material and torched one of the floors at the market. There's more in this report by Emmanuel Brightguego.
2: On March 15, 2023, a section of the Kejita Market was torched by an inferno, leaving many victims distressed. Properties and wares running into millions of cities were destroyed by the fire. Nine months after the incident, the Regional Fire Service says the fire incident was instigated by cooking at the markets. DO3 Day is the Ashanti Regional Public Relations Officer of the Ghana National Fire Service.
7: The reports that I've seen, I understand someone Was cooking within the markets, and that led to the fire. The modern markets have put in place the necessary structures to prevent traders from cooking within their individual shops. Even this year, I think somewhere in November, we had somebody trying to heat water with this old heater. Nearly led to another fire. In fire, yes.
2: The fire incident is one of the over 900 cases recorded in the region from the beginning of the year to December 10, 2023. The figure represents a 13.42% reduction on the number of cases recorded under the same period in 2022. Nine fatalities were recorded from these cases, although a reduction from the 15 lives lost in 2022. Bittardes says the estimated cost of damaged property also shot up astronomically. In the year, although a significant cost of salvaging properties was made,
5: as much as we're excited about the fact that we have reduced the numbers when it comes to piles for the year 2023. Where the data we have, the estimated property damage cost has gone up.
7: In 2023, it went up to 226 million, million mm-hmm. seven hundred and one thousand mm-hmm. two hundred and six. Um, what kind this of this has gone up? This fire, the KGTR fire, contributed so much to mm-hmm. to the figure. The cost of salvage salvage. salvage or salvaged items has also gone really high, it's actually moved from 34,231,245 to Mm. 370,050,480 cities.
0: The Tumu police have arrested a 35-year-old man for suspected drug peddling, he was arrested for selling unregistered herbal drugs to the public in the Sisterly East municipality, Jo News's Upper West Regional Correspondent Rafiq Salam reports from Wa.
1: According to the Acting Upper West Regional Director of the Food and Drugs Authority, Calvin Dafar Songpal, they had information that the suspected drug peddler was in Tumu, capital of the Central East Municipality, where he is alleged to have been selling the fake herbal
4: aphrodisiacs. So quickly this morning, I have to get my team and rise to Tumu. And lo and behold, when he was found at the Tumu station, peddling drugs, so we just didn't want to go straight, I have to let someone go and purchase it. So when we, went, we had the drugs, there were about eight different herbal drugs that not registered. So we, we arrested him and sent him to the police station.
1: Initial investigations revealed that the 35-year-old Abdul Kudus was at was using on one head and kept them in
4: different containers and labeled with different names. We realize that the guy is just using one particular head and we will put it in different, different containers with different labels. So we'll have malaria fever, we'll have power, we'll have minutes man, different names. Meanwhile, it's just one drug. One common thing that has run through all the drugs, we so realized was that they all say something about sex. So if you pick this one, even one is even a malaria drug and he said that he indicated in the label that when you take it, you go, you like, you can perform as a man. To so attend, he is just going around marketing aphrodisiac, herbal aphrodisiac. He came and we registered one product for him, but that one was herbal capsules. So, but we didn't know he was into all this kind of uh, preparations. But when we interacted with him, he told us that uh, because he's afraid of the office, that's why he has moved to move so very far from the office, thinking that we'll not see him. But what we also do here is that because we don't often go there every time, we have people who help us with information. The environmental health officers are there. And other citizens that are very uh, curious about work. So, we have given them information in case they see someone who is doing something that is against our law, the ADA law, they should please inform.
0: You're still listening to the Midday News. If far santos dream of breaking the Guinness World Record for the longest singing time by an individual is gradually becoming a reality as she crosses the 150th hour of the current record holder. We'll bring you that after this break and also much later in the bulletin. Get ready for a thrill of a lifetime as the Joy FM's 90 Jam makes a comeback next week Friday.
1: To ensure sustainability, the governing board of the National Youth Authority has- to leverage the services of a third party utility managers you know.
8: in full quantity the world awaits this the journey begins in Accra. Prepare to witness a global spectacle, Africa's biggest theatrical venture, the second coming of Enkroma by Latif Abubakar. Our independence is
4: meaningless unless it's linked up the total vibration of the African
8: continent. Experience the fusion of captivating drama, vibrant dances capturing the spirit of Africa. Freedom. Live at the Accra International Conference Center, 28, 29th and 30th of December, 2023. Two shows each day. 4 p.m. and 8 p.m. Dial star 711 star 10 hush to purchase or visit theafricanfestival.com. Tickets are also available at Koala, Airport Shell, Joy FM, and Bajona Total. Call 0571-900-900 for details. The second coming of Inkroma, Africa's biggest theatrical venture, is brought to you by MNC Group Global. In partnership with Joy Entertainment and Graphic News Plus are powered by the African Festival.
0: Thanks for choosing us. We're a home of independent, fearless, and credible journalism. Now let's do some sports stories. The National Youth Authority has decided to leverage on a third-party facility manager to oversee the regular and proper maintenance and usage of the newly commissioned Kofredia Youth Resource Centre. Poor maintenance has been the bane of several sporting facilities in Ghana over the past years, with most infrastructure being left to deteriorate after a few years of construction. With the National Sports Authority under fire for their recent poor handling of the state sports infrastructure, CEO of NYA, Pius Hajde, outsourcing the management of the Koforidia Co- facility, says this is in the best interest of the center. To ensure
1: sustainability, the governing board of the National Youth Authority had to leverage the services of a third party facility managers manage and oversee the regular and proper maintenance and usage of the facility there is no debate that the fact that this facility allows us to experience the upshots of a world-class academic sporting and religious facility it will excite and spare our young people and active minds to
0: create masquerading has become part and parcel of the festive season in ghana and the port city of tema is no exception despite some misconceptions about masquerading it has evolved with groups such as the labor Masqueraders society in tema moving away from asking for gifts to giving back to society throughout the year speaking to join at this year's float secretary of the labor Masqueraders society Alien Kwafu says one of their core goals is to help the youth stay away from social vices. Correspondent Kwame Yanka filed this report.
7: This year's started at Labor Mass Society's ground at Thema Community Four, With brass band and their beautiful costumes, both children and adults sang, danced and marched from Community Four through to Community Nine as residents stepped out of their homes and shops to catch glimpses. After a short break at Community 9, the Labour Masqueraders returned to Community 8, where other groups had made a stop to prepare for other events ahead. Labour Masqueraders believe they have a critical role to play in instilling discipline in the youth to keep them away from social vices. Alan Kwa is a secretary of Labour Masquerade Society.
5: So as I discipline ourselves on the streets, one major thing we've also tried to do is that we've drawn a lot of people from social vices such as pickpocketing, alcoholism, smoking, petty theft, and petty petty offenses, which generally is against I mean our laws in Ghana.
0: Now, Ifua Sanzo's dream of breaking the Guinness World Record for the longest singing time by an individual is gradually becoming a reality. The current record holder, Sunil, officially sang for 105 hours, which is equivalent to approximately 4 days and 9 hours. Ifua is expected to break this record and extend it. Currently, she has surpassed the 105-hour mark, but she has, however, had to make up for some of the breaks and pauses is a wrap of her journey in this report.
9: On the stroke of midnight on the 24th of December, 2023, a force on tour an event organizer and journalist started an ambitious aim to become the world record holder for long-guessing in marathon by an individual. The current record is held by an Indian singer, Sunil Wagmer, who officially sang for 105 hours. To overtake him, she has to sing for more than four days and nine hours. for her attempt to be recognized is required to sing continuously, allowing brief pauses of no more than 30 seconds between songs, each lasting at least two minutes. Additionally, no piece of music may be repeated within a four-hour performance, with songs only allowed to be repeated after this duration. The applicant can take five-minute breaks per hour or opt for 20-minute breaks after four hours. What if I oversleep? (laughs) You, You have to set an alarm. Headache, you know sometimes when you're taking a nap and they just wake you up, you have some slides, I, I want to avoid all that. She had to adjust both physically and mentally to be able to undertake the attempt.
0: So if I rejoices at the Akwaba village, joins us now with more. So if I, what's the reaction over there, if I has crossed the one hundred and fifth mark? Right.
3: Um, so for 6 it it's been four days and four hours of singing to break the Guinness World Record. And the good news is that this morning or this afternoon, a voice is very clear. She's been energized. She's standing, she's singing and she's jamming to it. It's beautiful. And the support from the crowd is massive. We have Stoneboy passing by to say hi to her. And he's been talking about these opening, uh, the, the way for the music industry to lead a collaborative effort into promoting Ghana's music on the global stage. And then we have People like Raskuku, we have some other pastors. And it's amazing to see supporters from Togo and Benin here. I've been interacting with some of them earlier, and they said they've been here for the past three days. And they're not going home until Asia is done with the music.
0: Thank you so much, Semifar, Rejoice at the Akwaba Village. Now let's talk about the Joy FM's 90s jam, making a comeback next week Friday at City Galeria, close to the Akram Mall. Lovers of music... Made in the 90s should get ready for a thrill of a lifetime. Max Olegaba has more in this report.